Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Your Philadelphia Eagles made some pretty big news yesterday. Right guard Brandon Brooks, who's one of the best at his position, if not the best, got a four-year extension that runs through 2024. His agency says it's worth $56.2 million, and that makes him the highest-paid guard in NFL history. I got the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, joining me for some analysis on this. Merrill, good morning. What makes Brandon Brooks so special? Well, Jeff Stoutland, the offensive line coach, spoke about that. He said there were a lot of different things. He said, first of all, this is a guy who has so much passion and so much desire and has dedicated himself so much to being the best football player he can be. And even last year when he tore his Achilles tendon in the New Orleans playoff game, he told everyone, I'm going to be back by training camp. And he worked tirelessly towards this. Usually you talk about an Achilles being a year in recovery, and he was back during training camp. He said, the other thing you have to remember is here is an incredible athlete. He's not just a big, tough, strong guy. He is very, very light on his feet. Now, I don't get to see all 32 starting guards or 64 starting guards in the National Football League, but I'll tell you this. I watched this guy week after week after week, and he's played as close to perfectly as you can possibly play. And not only that, Merrill, he's a perfect complement for Lane Johnson, right tackle Lane Johnson. That right side of the Eagles offensive line, in most cases, is just flawless. It's very, very good. But there's nothing wrong with the left side right now because when he's healthy, Jason Peters is still playing at a very high level. And then coming in, Andre Dillard has been excellent. But considering the fact that he's a rookie playing the toughest position on the offensive line. And also, Stantland talked about Isaac Ciamalo. He said he's another excellent athlete who's having a very good season. So that that's one of the reasons that I feel good about this football team. I'm not placing them in the Super Bowl or even in the playoffs at this point. That That's work that has to be done. But right now, this team has an excellent offensive line and a, a very good, improving defensive line. And what, Merrill, what were your other observations from the Novacare Complex yesterday? Just the fact that that the coaches are feeling good about their departments. We got to speak with a lot of the uh, the position coaches, which isn't often something that happens during the season, but they're getting guys back. Uh, Phil Daniels, the uh, defensive line coach, talked about Fletcher Cox and the way he is coming on, and he's 100%, and, and what a powerful man he is, how he sets the, the tempo for the entire defensive line. And then you have Timmy Jernigan coming back. So things are looking up. Berge, uh, Derek Barnett is, is playing, starting to play at a high level, and they've got additions that they've got to work in, and it's, it's good. Uh, you picked up Avery a few weeks ago, want to see more of him. So there are a lot of good things, and Brandon Graham, We talk about Brandon Graham. You don't want to ever take him for granted. We're used to seeing Brandon Graham play well. But last year, uh, after the Super Bowl, he didn't practice at all during training camp. He was coming back after ankle surgery. But as the season went on, he got better and better. And then he was able to have a full camp this season. And you just look at Brandon Graham, and he is playing maybe at the highest level of his career. Well, Merrill, if the Eagles are trending up, they're picking a good time to do it because a really good football team is coming to the link on Sunday. The 8-1 and New England Patriots, not only a good football team, probably a rather annoyed football team because their last game was a loss. Uh, what are you noticing in terms of the statistical comparison 
between Carson Wentz and Tom Brady. It's interesting that you bring that up because they are very, very close this year. Uh, Carson Wentz's quarterback rating is 93.7. Tom Brady's quarterback rating is 93.1. And as far as touchdown to interception ratio, Carson is actually a little bit better. Carson is 15 touchdowns to four interceptions. And Brady, who they call the GOAT, the, the greatest of all time, Brady has thrown 14 touchdown passes and has one more. He has five interceptions. Uh, and you look at the other stats, percentage, and every other way you can, all the measurables right now, Carson Wentz is playing on that same level as Tom Brady. Well, okay, so then I'll, I'll take it a step further. So the Eagles are coming in at 5-4. and four. The Patriots are coming in at 8-1. and one. Both quarterbacks very similar in terms of statistics. So, Merrill, if, from your observation, what separates at this point the Patriots in terms of their 8-1 and one record to the Eagles and their 5-4 and four record? Well, the, the biggest thing is their defense is just playing great football. Uh, they haven't allowed a lot of points. And there's, there's another thing about the Patriots, and this is not disparaging. This is not to say that their record is misleading. But they play in the easiest division in the National Football League. They play in the AFC East. And year in and year out, it's the Patriots and three other teams. While the Eagles have the NFC, uh, the, the NFC East, and this year is, is a little bit different because it's a two-team race, race between the, uh, the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. But normally the Giants uh, present some opposition and... Often the Redskins do, but the Redskins are in a downward spiral, and the Giants are having a tough time right now uh, riding their ship. And I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about last night's thriller of a Monday night football game between the Seahawks and 49ers that went to the very, very last second of overtime. A 27-24 Seahawks win. 49ers no longer undefeated. I know you watched the game. Uh, what, did you, what, did you, what were your main takeaways from, from that game last night? Well, there were so many moods in that game, so many runs in that game. The momentum started with the, the way San Francisco was taken to Seattle early in the game. I've never seen Russell Wilson rushed the way he was and blitzed and sacked. Uh, San Francisco totally dominated the beginning of that game and took a 10-0 lead. And then they started to unravel when there was a strip uh, and scoop, a, a strip sack and scoop by Jadavian Clowney. And that put the uh, Seahawks right back in the game. So then they made a run, and then Seattle came back, and they made a run. It was just a very dramatic game against with two very, very good teams. Yeah, certainly a classic. Well, Merrill, six days from the big game of the link, Eagles and Pats. We'll talk again tomorrow morning. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.